Wir starten in der so he stole Mishlaviv with Tavach and he shechted or he sold and then the father died. Oh, and then we got another case which we haven't seen yet. I think it's on Ayn Dalit. We've got Ayn Dalit with Bet. We're going to see it in the group, so I'm mentioning it now. On Ayn Dalit with Bet, there's another Mishnah that says, Ganava Pishnaim, it's another case, Ganava Tavach, Ganava Mishlaviv, and then Umay Taviv. And this time the father died. Ba'achar kach Tavach umachar. And then after the father died, he did the shechting or the selling. Okay? In both those cases, we'll see in a moment. So we've got two scenarios in the Mishnah, one in our Mishnah, one in Mishnah. And Dalit, one is that he shechted before the father died, one he shechted after the father died. What happens if he's the Bechor? Does he get, do he pay twice? Okay, so no, no. So if, he, if he's the Bechor, he won't pay himself twice because... The way we'll see, the, you're jumping to the gun already, but we'll, I'll just answer you, it's fine. The maskara the, the, the Gemara would be that if you, if you have to pay and there is an estate involved, so you would be paying yourself your portion. So that you wouldn't pay, but you'd have to pay your brothers the balance. So if you were the Bechor, it just means that your double portion you wouldn't pay. Because remember how you work out in the estate, if there are three brothers... You divide the estate by four. And you get two quarters, you get half, and the other two brothers each get a quarter. Mm -hmm. If there's six brothers, you divide the estate by seven. Right. And you get two sevenths, and all other six brothers get one seventh. So basically, you'd only pay, let's assume that there were four brothers, and you pay, you divide it by five. So you'd get two fifths, right? You get 40%. And they'd each get 20, 20, 20, 60%. So you'd only pay 60% of the fine. Okay, well, that's already a spoiler, and we jumped the gun. But let's go back to the Gemara. So the Gemara, the Gemara is a kash like this. Ganav mishlaviv v'machbar minay rav mirav nachman. So rav ha'ashav nachman. Let's just dedicate the shir. Iluni shmat. Everyone has died in this war. Soldiers, billions, all people. And refor shleimer to the p'tzuim. And the chatufim mentioned specifically Daniel, Shimon, Ben, Sharon. All other chatufim should be saved. In, in, in this. I also want to dedicate the shir to Galit Esther ben Ari ben Michal. It's Ari Silman's daughter, Galit's 22nd Yorza tomorrow morning. Uh, tomorrow. And uh, he's not here, he's in the shir today. He was in the shir this afternoon. But on a happier note, wish Michael happy birthday. It's Michael Goodman's birthday today. Um, so the Gemara says, "By me, Rabbi Rav Nachman, Rav also Rav Nachman Kasha, Ganav Shoshel Shtein Shutafin. He stole an ox which belonged to two partners. Utevacho and he shechted the ox. Now Tevacho via Omecharu make no difference, right? Tevacho Omecharu be the same thing. Vahodale Chad Mehem, and he admitted to one of the partners. Now what's the issue of Hodale Chad Mehem? We know that Hodaa. Look at Rashi. Hodale Chad Mehem al Chelko on that guy's portion." patur, person who admits to something where there's a fine involved, he's part from the knas. So he admits to one of the partners. So to that one partner that he admits it to, he's part. There were two partners. It means he's part for fifty percent, right? 
He's part of 50%. So the question is, that's, now comes the question. The Torah said you got to pay five, let's say if it's for a shore, right? Let's say it's a shore that Utvachom Mecharo. And not half of five. And therefore, in this case, he's patu from the other half. Because only high of one half of the five. And so it's either you pay five or you pay nothing. And maybe even half. But when the Torah said five, it meant the maximum is five. But obviously you pay proportionately the different owners. And you, and you admitted to one and there were five owners. So you still pay four-fifths. You wouldn't pay one fifth, so you'd pay four, not five. Okay, that's a good. That's the question that Rav, that driver asked Rav Nachman. The logic seems to be is it better to admit, and then you put from a knas. First, it's always better to admit than you put from a knas without a question, in any situation. But yeah, the guy doesn't want to be doesn't want to admit. You know, like I always say, ego, ego, ego. Right? That's what pulls people down. you know, if you so he's got a big ego. Yeah, he's a gun if he doesn't want to admit it. He's embarrassed. I don't know. Whatever you want to say, right? So, uh, so now he says to him, Rav Nachman, Amalei, Chamisha Bakar Merachmana, Velo Chamisha Chatzai Bakar. Rav Nachman says to him, No, either you pay five or you pay nothing. So, in the case like this, what would be the answer? On the half that you never admitted, you would be Patur. Why? Because you only have to pay half. So, Gabriel Sakasha now to Rav Nachman's answer from our, from our, uh, from our Mishnah, right? The Mishnah like this, he's 80, a person stole from his father, but then his father died, he hadn't paid yet, right? And the father dies after he done the Shrita. He does have to pay four and five. Now comes, I think, quite a clever question of the Gemara, of this, this Brighter. This is Rabbi Kashti Rabbi Nachman. This is Rabbi Nachman. In our Mishnah we see that when the guy did the Shrita, and then his father dies. He's less to pay. Now, who does he pay to? Right? He pays to his brothers, to the other guys in the estate. Avali says, but Kevan de mate Aviv, since the father died, isn't that the same? He says, He admitted to one of the beneficiaries. Who's the beneficiary he admitted to? To himself. Uh-huh. He knew. So isn't this, this, isn't this tantamount to Hoda'a, Knast to Mikzat? If you said, if you're telling me, Rav Nachman, that when a guy is admitting a knas to, to a portion, he's part of everything, this guy, he knows it. There's a hoda'ah to himself that he stole. So therefore, it's just like he's only now going to be have a bit of it, according to you, Rav Nachman, I'm part of everything. How come, he says, he says, we say, we say, we say, so says, yeah, Rav Nachman, no, 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 Come on, No, no, you got it all wrong, said Rav Nachman to Rava. The case now, Mishni, talk about what? With the father, before he died, he took his son to Beitin. And Beitin Paskin, that he's got to pay the four or the five. And now there was a Psak Din from Beitin. And what happened? Just the father never, there was a time to pay before he paid. The guy died. And that's why he has to pay. But Anachinami, says Rav Nachman, if he didn't take him to Beitin, then you're 100% right, Rava. Then if the father died without going to bait him, and he now is one of the beneficiaries, it's as if he was Mode Bemiktsat, right? Not our Mode, but like Mode are part of the, the Knast, and he'd be Patu.
right? אבל לא אמר בדין מאי, אין לו משלט לשמוע רבי חמישה. So that's what he says to רבא. So רבא says to רב נחמן, I understand רב נחמן, יא אחי, that's the case. אז אני אסיים לסוג את המשתון דף עין דלת. On דף עין דלת, what does it say on דף עין דלת? We read it before we started the דף. גנב משל אביו, another case, he stole from his father, and then who made the father died before he had שכטד את. ואחר כך טבח ומכר, and then he שכטד or he sold it. The Mishnah says, אינו משלם תשלומי ארבעה וחמישה. He doesn't have to pay. So now says Rabbi Trav Nachman, this is Rabbi Nachman. And what's my problem with you? We know that the Mishnah is edited. And Rabbi's got a structure to the Mishnah. And what are you telling me? You're telling me that why does he have to pay now in the Rasha? Because he went to Beit Din. Mm-hmm. If there wasn't a Din, would he have to pay? No. no. If the father dies before he shechted, would he have to pay? No. no. So we've got two cases now when the guy wouldn't have to pay, correct? Only one case when he would have to pay. What is that case would he have to pay? Where he, where he shechted before the father died and the father took him to court. So why did the Mishnah write it like that? Why have we got part of the Mishnah here, part of the Mishnah there? Says Rabbi Tirav Nachman. He says, if that's the case, Niflog Bedidei. There should be a piluk that the Mishnah should talk about a set of circumstances when you don't pay and list when they are in one category. Package them together and say like this. When do we say guys have to pay? If you didn't go to Din, you wouldn't have to pay. If the father dies under any circumstances, he steals from his father and his father dies. If he shakes it before he dies, shakes it after he dies, he would, when would he have to pay? If he went to Din. If he didn't go to Din, he wouldn't have to pay. And the Gemara never wrote it that way. The Mishnah wrote one din over here and one din over there. And now we're busy deriving all these derivatives from what you're telling. So says Rav Nachman, you know what? You're 100% right, Rav. And really, it could have been written that way, but it wasn't. And I did not see Rasha, Ganav Mashal Aviv, with Tavachu Machar, Machachamait. And since in the Rasha it was written that he stole it from his father and then he shechted and then the father died. In the Seifa Nami, Seifa Nami, God David should start off again. He started from his father, and this time the father died, and then he started, etc. Okay, so he says, you know what, Rabbi, you're right. Really, that is the din. Now, the Tzafra, in the evening, in the, in the, in the, in the morning, uh, Rabbi Nachman says to Rabbi, he says, Rabbi, he finds him up, he says, Rabbi, I must tell you, I'm a lay, Chamisha Bakar Marachmana. You're right, the Torah said, Chamisha Bakar, Vafilu Chamisha Chatzabakar. He changes his mind, he goes back, completely just said, he said, I was wrong last night. And really the din is quite simple. If the father got stuff from his father or from a partner and there's other people who die involved, he wouldn't have to pay anything. Okay? The Gemara said, I don't understand. So why didn't he say this at night? So it's quite amazing. Actually, on why he didn't say this at night. So look at the Gemara. The Gemara says, why didn't he say it at Because he hadn't eaten... The meat of the ox. He never, had, he never had a good good piece of steak. So look at Rashi. Rashi says, why never, what does it mean never had a good piece of steak? Rashi says, Lord digdakti shel davar. Rashi says it's actually a euphemism. Meat, basar, Torah, shor. It's a euphemism for good Torah. And lots of examples in the Gemara where it comes from. Good Torah, good shor. It means I was ma'ayan properly, my limud, and I got it right. And, and Rashi called you Rashi, Rabbi Nachman, you know what? I just wasn't concentrating properly. I gave you my answer. Tosfot, look at Tosfot. Tosfot, what are you talking about? Tosfot says, 
the law of the Torah, why not? He says, Shari betain that he was fasting. He was much angry. According to Rashi, he says, no, what do you mean he was angry? He wasn't angry. Just to be he wasn't, I am probably in the sugya. Tosot says, the guy was fasting. Rav Nachman, he finished the fast. He was weak. He wasn't concentrating in the morning when he woke up at a good breakfast, a good cup of coffee and a good night's sleep. He was sharp and alert. And now he was able to remember that he made a mistake in the sugya. Okay, so the Gemara says, "Ve'ela ma'ishna reisha ma'ishna sefer." Right? What is the difference between the reisha and the sefer? Look at Rashi here. Ma'ishna sefer. Remember the sefer. The reisha said that the, he killed before the father died. He shechted, and the and the sefer was he shechted after the father had died. Mm-hmm. And we saw in the reisha he pays the money, arbo chamesh. And in the sefer, if he shechts after the father dies, he doesn't pay the money. Now, we're not, we, we ignore what we said yesterday. That there was Hoda'a. That's not relevant any longer, right? Look at Rashi. Even if he hadn't been had din, like we said, because it's not relevant anymore. And the says, you know why? So Rav Nachman says to Rav, I think this is Rav Nachman and Rav talking. Right? Amalei, Rasha, Karina, Bay, Utavacho, Kulobi, Isura. Sefer law kinabay utvacho kulobi isura. He says, We've got what the Pasuk says, Kignov Isho se utvacho umecharo. He shechted or he sold it. Says Rav Nachman, in order to you, to you, for, you the, for the ganef to be chayev to pay the five, four or five, the tvicha has to be a tvicha which is all done by isura. There's no, the, in other words, the ganef had no rights whatsoever, not even a partial claim. To ownership in that in that article when he shechted it, mm-hmm. and in the first case when he stole from his father, and his father was still alive, and then he shechted it while his father was still alive. Who did it belong to? His father. It belonged to his father. After his father had died, he had stolen it from his father. But now the father died. So what really happened? Belongs to him. A portion belongs to him. Let's say he's not the only child. Mm-hmm. And now he shechted it. So he shechted it, which actually a portion belongs to him. Ah, he stole it, and he's got dim shamayim. But bottom line is, he got it in and it came to him anyhow. So it's not Kulo Be'isura. That's why, says Rav Nachman, in the Rasha Yuchayev, in the Sefer Yupatu. Okay, that's a good answer. The Gemara carries on. The next part of the Mishnah said like this. We said, uh, We had two cases in the Mishnah. We said, either you shecht something you discovered that it's a trefer, or we said that you shochet chulin ba'azara. Remember? That you shochet, that was where Rav, Rav Shimon argued on the Tanakama there. Right? And in those two cases, Shimon said, no, you patur. And the Tanakama said, you chayev dalil v'chamesh. Mm-hmm. Okay? So following a bit, it's a little bit uh, more, uh, not tricky, but you got to be a little more focused. Yes, like once like this. I'm Rav, so now we've got a case of a shochet, v'nimtza treifa, or shecht chulin ba'azara, right? It's not, not things that aren't kochim in the azara. In both cases, they aren't, uh, they are asur from hana'a, Right? Now, it's important to understand here, once the Gemara understands that when something is asur from Hana'a, it's for all intents and purposes not yours anymore. Because if you can't get Hana'a from something, you can't eat it, so it's not really yours, right? Mm-hmm. So we need Utevacho Umecharo. When you shechted somebody's animal, you have to shecht his animal. If it's a trefa, it's not really his, right? If it's a Chudin Bazara, it's not really his, okay? Because his use is very limited to what he can do with it. So Amar Rav Chavivi Michozane Rav Ashi. Rav Chavivi Michozane says Rav Ashi. So what can we learn from this Mishnah? Shema Mina. 
Right? And Rashi mentions it over here as well. See, he'll uh, no, not Rashi, but we see the Israel hold on, sorry, Rashi over here. There's a Rashi over here in Chunin. He says, Eina shchita kriya shchita ele besofa. So the machloket in Chunin. Right? Is, is shchita, when you start shechting an animal, take the knife, you've got to move it across its neck now, you've got to kill two simanim, right? You've got to, to slice two simanim. The kane and the veset. Mm-hmm. Right? The, the windpipe and the food pipe. It's got to be a row of simanim. Right? The majority of both of the simanim. You have to do the whole simanim, but rov both simanim. So you start the process and you slide your knife across the guy's neck and it can take uh, longer than a second. Okay? Uh, animal's neck. So if we say that there's shechita from the beginning till end, it means as soon as you make the first cut, you already have done shechita. Ah, it's not a kosher shechita because you have to finish off rov snakes to simanim. But shechita, what do we say? No. Only when you finished shechting Two simanim is a called shchita. Up until now, it's not called shchita. Where if you would have any kavona, we'll see. Rashi says the nafkamina would be if you want to have a kavona for pigul, right? What's pigul? Pigul, you're going to eat the 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 coin has a kavona. Eat it at the wrong time, let's say. The korban becomes pasul, right? It's called pigul. It's pasul. You can't eat it. It's all based on thought. So the machloket over here now, when if if we say shchita starts at the beginning until the end. Even if you have the wrong kavona as the core as the coin right at the beginning, as you just like stick the knife on the first bit of the siman, it's really pigul. Mm-hmm. If you say no, shchita only at the end. Only once you finish the shchita can you have a machshava for pigul. Are you with me? Clear? Right. So it says over here, Rav Chavim Michozana. It's from this over here. The Mishnah says that shechting the animal either in the chulin bazara or a trefer, and he finally becomes a trefer. Says Shma Mina. Shechita must be only at the end, not, not from the, all the way through. Why is it not called Shechita all the way through? It says, If we're going to say that Shechita is already called Shechita from when you start the process, so the moment you shecht even a little bit, Purta means a little bit, right? Even a small little bit of the Shechita, Asra, it's already Asur. It's already either Chulin Ba'azara, which is Asur, or it's already a trifle, which is Asur. So now when you carry on doing the rest of the Shechita, so Idach, the balance of the Shechita is no longer Lord the Marek Ketavach. You're not shechting his. It's not his anymore because it's Asur for him. It's a Chulin Sheba'azara or it's a trifle. So why are you paying him? Obviously you're paying him, because that beginning of the Shechita before it became considered Shechita Ba'azara or a trefer, it was still his. Did we say Shechita only at the end? As you start the Shechita, it's already, it's, it's, it's right, the, the, it's the... Shemamina, and the Shechita Ba'asof, right? Look at the, there's a Kutra Shavia. He says, Shechita Ba'asof, and the Shechita Kriya Shechita, when you finish it. And Rashi says, yeah, as well, and the Shechita Ba'asof, Hilchach, Ko Kameh De Tavach, as long as you still Shechita the beginning, the Marek Tavach, Right, it's only at the end of the shechita, right? That's what Rav Chabibi says. It seems like obviously only at the end of the shechita has it now become a trefer, and now it's already the whole shechita was done while it was his. Only at the end, when the shechita is finished, we realize it's a trefer. Mm-hmm. So now it's it's it's, it's asked for him by now, but the shechita was done while it was still his, or it was chulin ba'azara. Only at the end of the shechit is it now called food that was shechted in the Azara. But while you're busy shechting, it was a shechit. Are you with me? Yeah. 
Where if we said it from the beginning to the end, so then it can't be because at the beginning already we just, it's, it's, it's considered a trefa. The rest of the shechita was shechting a trefa. You have to say it only at the end when you finish the shechita and the shechita was a good shechita, he was the owner of the shechita. Only at the end of the shechita when now it's called the animal which was shechted do we say, ah, now retroactively, so to speak, the shechita took place on the trefa, but while you were shechting it was still, it was still, still the owner's animal. Are you with me on that? Mm-hmm. Very, very important. I know that sounds a bit tricky what I'm saying, but you have to get, okay. That's, that's, that's what Rav uh, he says. So Amar Rav Huna, what are you talking about? Amar Rav Rava, he says, that's not right. He says, Kika Mechayev, who put the Dafka, why is he Chayev for Shechita? What's he paying the guy for? He's paying him for that little bit of Shechita. It was before, the, the very little bit before we could even say that it was Shechted. No matter how small the beginning of Shechita is, it's the first cut before that. And that's what he's paying the guy for, for that little act. So Amar Ravashi says to Rav Chuna Braid Rava, he says, don't, don't, don't push Bob uh, off Rav Chavivi so quickly. He says, because really the pastor says, Utevacho, like we saw earlier on, Utevacho, we had to have it completely owned by the father and he had no state in it. So to have here, we have to have Utevacho, a complete Tevicha. Could have been, and it isn't. So really, he says, it's a Kashi, you go, no, it's a Kashi in our Mishnah. Because our Mishnah says that there's Tevicha here and you've got to pay the guy four or five. But really, there isn't Tvicha here. There isn't a complete Tvicha. Mm-hmm. And we need a complete Tvicha. It's a big Kasha. We don't know how to explain the Mishnah, he says. Everyone the Kasha? Kasha clear? Mm-hmm. But why are you Chayev? There wasn't a complete Tvicha here. Because if we say Tvicha is at the end, right? So, so that's a problem, I suppose, because it's a Machloket. But let's, let's think about it. We say Tvicha is only at the end. So then why are you Chayev? You shouldn't be Chayev. Because only by the time you finished it off, where you discover the Trefa and and you shech the image of the trefer. If you say shech is on the beginning to the end, so at the beginning the shech was a trefer. So every look at you have to pay the guy. So I'm going to... You can only possibly know it's a trefer at the end. That's what I'm saying. At the end. But so once you come to the end, you discover the trefer. Or B'chudim Bazar is easier one. Because either you shech it or you didn't shech it. So I'm going So Rav Chavivi says, no, this is the story. This is what the answer is. Let's take the shechita, the 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 shechita by Chudim Bazar. He says what really happening over here is that most of the simanim you did outside, so you did rov simanim outside. That's already considered a shechita animal, shechita animal. So when were you chayev for the four or five outside the bedamik dash? There's no issue whatsoever. You did shechita. You then brought it into the bedamik dash and you finished it off, but it was already considered shechita. You did like a final cut, which wasn't necessary halachically. So the shechita would be completed outside. Okay? That's what you have to say. Now the Guru reads another version altogether and says, maybe this machloket here between Rav Chavimi Chozana, right, and, uh, and Rav Ashi, it got nothing to do with our Mishnah whatsoever. And it says over here, there's another version of our Mishnah, aha, it was learnt on this, that we've got a Mishnah over here, or a machloket, a machloket over here in Chulin, Trash Lakish Rav Yochanan. This is the machloket. As Lucky says, it's only shchit right at the end. And the nafkim will be like I told you about we had machshava. And Rabbi Yochanan says, no, yes, the shchit mitchilav atzof. Rabbi Yochanan says the shchit the whole way around, the whole process, and therefore if you had kavona on a, on a, on a, what do you call it? On, uh, on, on Pigul, for example, at any given stage in the Shechita, it will be, it'll be a, a, a Pigul Korban. 
So the Gemara says, "Amar Rabbi Chazon Rav Ashi." And now Rav Chazon says to Rav Ashi, "Leima kesavar that Rabbi Yochanan chulin shlishchatu ba'azare lav doraita." It must apply seem over here that from Rabbi Yochanan that chulin, which was shechted in the azara, is not asur min Torah. It's only asur min Torah banan. Why? Because look what he says over here. There's a Rashi. Look at the Tosfot right at the very bottom. We did the first Tosfot on the Daf. Let's do the last one. Then see if we did the whole Tosfot, all the Tosfot. Look at the last Tosfot on the Daf here. Yeah? He says, Tosfot puts us in context. He says, this will now, if we say that, then we, we're identifying a stirrer within Rabbi Yochanan. Why? Do you go for Amr Parikha Ishi Vekadesh? In Kiddush, Rabbi Yochanan himself said, Chulin Shishchutu Ba'azara Doraita Ba'yadif Lamikra. That shechting is chulin in the azari, but I think that should actually issue doraita and bring the pasuk for it. But from ah, this machlok Rabbi Yehuda, which we know is like Rabbi Yochanan, and we can say Rabbi Yochanan says not a doraita. Why not? Look what Rabbi Yochanan says. The is doraita. If you think that shechting chulin pa'azara is an issue doraita, he says hechimitarich Rabbi Yochanan the magnitin haputek mitashle. How would Rabbi Yochanan deal with our mishnah? What's our mishnah? Our mishnah we said. Why are you chayev in our Mishnah for shechting chulin ba'azara? You got to pay four or five. We wanted to say because you chayev on that little bit of shechita that you did. But how can you be chayev then, right? If it's an isur doraita shechita ba'azara, again Rabbi Yochanan says it's chulin ba'azara is Rabbi Yochanan said that shechita from the beginning to the end. So by telling me over here, Rabbi Yochanan telling me that Chulin Shishchutu Azari is not a Dora. It must, must have not a Dora. And therefore it's only Asumit Rabbanan. And that's why you chayv in our Mishnah 4 or 5. Because you read me Doraita, it wasn't Shechita. Only me Rabbanan it's Isur. There's no Isur of Ana'a. There's no Isur Trefa. Shechting in the Azari according to Rabbi Yochanan is not Isur Doraita. And therefore of the Chulin Azara it doesn't do anything to the animal. So the shechita is a good shechita. Midrabanan, we say, once you shechted chulin be'azara, the animal's a bad animal. But midoraita, it's a decent, it's a good animal. And that's why the shechita is considered a good shechita. We don't say the shechita is a problem shechita, and therefore you should be part of paying the darad arba. It's a shechita shera'uya. If you want to quote Rabbi Shimon, right? It's a shechita re'uya. It's a good shechita. Just Rabbanan said, you can't use it. And therefore, since it was a good shechita, you chive in the darad arba. If it was a Doraita, it wouldn't be a good Shechita. It wasn't a good Shechita. It would be a Shechita Shein Ruiya. And you'd be Patrim on the Dalit of Arba, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody got it? With me? That's what he says. And on this, over here, Abu Rav Ashwa said, No, Lord, Titchei, Utevacho, Kulu Be'ina Malaika. No, he says, uh, uh, He says, No, 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 it's not so straightforward. Lord, Titchei, that Rabbi Yochanan says that it's, a, that it's not a Doraita. Utevacho, Kulu Be'ina Malaika. Really, you need a Tvacho, Kulu Be'ina Malaika. You need a whole Tvicha. And he also ends up by saying Erekashia. So Rabbi Hachi, so Amar Rabbi Hachi, Amar Rabbi Gam, the Bishwad Rabbi, he came Machayev, Kagon, Shashacha, Mitzatsuim, and Bechutz, for Gamma, Vitim, Saimot, we get early on. Really, it, it, we're not going to say that, that, that it's Isur Drabanan and Dorat is a good Shita. Even Doraita is not a good, it's, it's, it's Asur. There's no student of Yochanan. And how come here it works? Like we said, what's our Mishnah talking about? It's talking about a case where you already finished off the Shita halachically outside. And you achayev the dalit ba'arba kapar b'shchita, and you bore it inside, and that's when we came to chulin b'azar. Okay, everybody got it? We move on. Can you mishnah? Karama pishnah. Now we go back to this case of teetings. And now remember, we got, we got the concept of adim zomamim, right? 
What Eidut mean? Eidut mean that a guy gives Eidut, and basically the Eidut is an outcome, and then suddenly other Eidim arrive and say to the Eidim, say, listen guys, how could you have given that testimony? In order for you to give that testimony, you had to be in Paris at the Eiffel Tower on that day, but you were actually on a boat with us in the Mediterranean. So you, we're not arguing, and this is very important, I think, a point to, to understand what Eidim mean. The Eidim are not saying that what you're saying happened didn't happen. It might have happened. But you guys couldn't have attested to it. Mm-hmm. That's what he's saying. So therefore your Eidut is, is undermined because you could not have given Eidut. You might, it might be right. right. We're not saying you're wrong. But you guys couldn't have given Eidut. So you guys are clearly not telling the truth. And that, and so now we've got a case of the Agarawa Pishlam. A guy stole... Should false witness, no? Well, they, uh, uh, the point that I'm making is that they might false witnesses by normally you say the guy's a false witness, he's lying. Now, the, the Chirush of Adam Zobamin, I think, is not that he's lying. He might be telling the truth. Just it's impossible for him to have seen it himself. He might have heard it from somebody or read about it or dreamt it or, or made it up. But he, he, can't, couldn't he couldn't be a witness, right? So it's not that he was a false witness. He, was a, a, he wasn't like... You'd say like today that the, the, the term in the Hague now with the, is does he have standing? Right? So he has got, he's got no standing as a witness because in order to be a witness you've got to have seen things. Right? This guy can't be a witness but it doesn't mean he's a liar. I mean, sorry, he's a liar. He's a Russia even. But it doesn't mean that he's lying about what happened. Just he's, he's lying that he saw it. Lying about his witness. Right. Yeah. That's, that's the point I want to make. Okay? So the guy stole based with two Adim came and testified that he stole. And then he shechted or he sold it. And the same two Adim testified they saw him shechting it or selling it. And then these two Adim, as a result of those Adim, they're the ones that decided he's the Ganav. And they're the ones that decided he stole or shechted it. Nimtsu Zomamin. Turn to be Zomamin. The Mishnah says, Meshalmin, and Rashi adds in the word law, Meshalmin, Loakal. They pay him everything. Because really, as far as the is concerned, he's not even a gunner, right? Mm-hmm. So he never stole anything. They can't testify he stole. And if they had just told him that he'd stolen, how much would he have to pay? Two. Careful. They also wanted to say that he's got to pay four or five, right? Mm-hmm. So they've got to pay him that. Now, we'll see in a moment. Remember, Robert sent out to the group the other day. We had a question that four or five, does it include the Karen and the Kefil? Remember? And he said, yeah, we'll see. Our Mishnah proves that point. Then in other words, the most a person pays is five, right? Most a person pays is five. Uh, so when it says, We'll see in a moment how much does he pay. He'll pay, he'll get four or five. If it was an animal, a big animal, he get paid five. If it was a small animal, he get paid four. And there's no ganif here. So we have to pay the, I mean, that owner originally because he wasn't the ganif. Now, ganav apishnaim, he, he stole something, or well, according to, based on two witnesses, he was the thief. And now two other witnesses come and, uh, and say that he, they saw him setting or shechting. And now both groups of Adim turn out to be Zomamin. You can find no honest people around here, right? So both groups now turn out to be The first group pay him kefel. Why? Because they try to make him a ganif. Mm-hmm. So they try to carry, incur him costs of double. And the second group wanted to make him be a guy who was a shochet as a ganav, right? And the shalmin tashlumei gimel, they pay him three. So really, what does he get in the end? He gets five. 
So we see over here that the three plus the two equals five. The most you ever pay is five. You see that the two are included in the five. Okay, here's a good proof. Now, if one, if, sorry, if one shucks an animal that doesn't belong to him, but, right. he, but he never stole it. He's, he's, he didn't steal it. So it's not part of this Xerah Takatuf. This puzzle says in very straight Hebrew, very basic Hebrew, You have to sell, you have to steal and sell or, or shecht. But what's the, it isn't just killing something that doesn't belong to you. That's, that would be like a neighbor, I suppose. That would be like, a, probably you've got to pay the guy back a new one, even less than stealing, maybe. Stealing, you've got to pay kefel. For, for, it's, this is damages. This is causing, when you still kill somebody else's shore, it's causing damages to his shore. So like anytime you cause damages, what do we care if you killed him or you knocked him over or if you beat him with a rod or if you cut his foot off? You cause damages. Like any, any damages you cause. Well, no, no, fine, but I'm saying there's an intention to steal by, by shifting and killing it. Why? How? Maybe you didn't like it. Maybe it was just bothering you and you wanted no, it dead. No, 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 they were eating your chickens you're... and you wanted to kill it. You had no, no idea to steal no, no, it. No, no, no. Your, your shot is in my yard and yeah. I decide I want to, I need the money. So I shift it and sell it. I shift it and sell it. No, well, that's so called stealing. That's stealing now. Oh. Shifting and selling is stealing. Right, but there's no theft originally. It was just like... Because your shows are my own. Why? But, but if something comes into your house and you lock it in and don't let it go, that's called stealing, no? I don't know. During the second you shift an animal, it means you've taken possession of it. Well, not necessarily. You could, like I said, you no, can just no. kill the animal because it's, it, it's interfering with you. You don't want to just shift. You don't even care. You, you phone up the owners. They come get your dirty carcass out of my yard. You might kill him, but not shift. No, no, no. Didn't we learn that stealing involves two things? It involves changing the status. Well, Shinu Rishut and Shinu Shinu Rishut and Shinu Masya. They're two different things. That's not called stealing. That's called when you, that's, that's, that's Kone Balut. So all the Yayush Kone. He said you have to have Shinu Rishut and Shinu, but that's for Kone. That's for, that's to Kone. That's, that's to Kone. That's to Kone something. There the question was, whose did you shek? Did you shek yours or did you shek? That's, that's something else. There we say, when you stole something, when you stole something, will you Kone it from the, from the original owner? And we said that a Shinu Masse and Yayush would Kone it. So now when you went, but, but that's something else. But yeah, you're saying uh, uh, there's an ox in your yard and, it's, and you, you shechted it because you only had a, you, that's, that's the only way you know how to kill an ox and you don't own a shotgun. You take a big knife and you go cut its throat. You, I don't think you, that you've intentionally, that, that you've automatically stolen it. If you steal it, you steal it. There's something different. But if, you don't, if it's not for stealing, and it's care. So, uh, so now it says, yeah, so now the, sex, the other case is, now what if only the last ones were found, Zomamim? Right, not the first one. The first one said he was a gunner, and they aren't proven to be zombie. But the last one said he says who Tashlumekefil. He pays the original owner too, because at the moment the Adim they said he was a gunner. I haven't been proven to be bad Adim, so he's a gunner. Got to pay two. The Hain and the second group of Adim who try to prove that he shechted it, Mishalmin Tashlumekefil. They pay him three. Now the Mishnah Finchel says, If one of the groups of one of the Adim of the last two was zombie. Batla Elushniah, then the whole Eilut is Batel. Look at Rashi, Batla Elushniah. Vuhu Meshalem Kefim Mishum Rishonim, Vahem Turim. Tain Adim Meshalem Mamon Ad Shiach Zushnam. So again, the first Adim or good Adim, he's got to pay Kefaz a Ganif. The second Adim, only one of them is found to be Adim Zomamin. 
There isn't such a thing. They don't have to pay him anything. Why? Because Zomim have to be a group together. They have to be proven to be Zomim together. One of them isn't enough, so the, the Din's battle. What happens if... If one of the first items you said that he was the Ganef of Zomamin, then everything's gone away. Even if the last guys were Zomamin, it doesn't help us. Why? Because look at what Mishnah says. Because if we haven't got Adam say that he stole it, then there's no Adam. You can't accuse the guy of Shechti if you have to stole it. That's why I said to you, David. Unless you stole it, you haven't stolen it. on its own. It's a Zerakatuk. Ki gnovishose utevacho. The fact that you shechted something doesn't even help. Even if it's clear, even if it's clear that at the time of shechita it wasn't his, there was a sense there was no item for the theft, there was no aid. Like right, if you never pay. stole, if you can't prove he stole something, then it might be his that he shechted. You've got to prove that it got his. Now, your question, I thought, was different. I thought you know it wasn't his, and he never claimed that it was his in the first place, and then he shechted it, and I just said, that's just called like Nezek to any other, Nezek under normal circumstances. That's yeah, just Nezek. No, my question was, oh, was a precursor to this situation where there were no agents for the theft, there were agents for the, uh, the shechita, uh, and it was clear at the time of the shechita it wasn't his, but there was no agent for the oh, theft. No, the agent is not his. I mean, then there's no, there's no theft. In Apialacha, you have to have Eidut. Exactly, that's my point. Right, okay. So the Gemara is like, it's my... What means the regard to an Eid Zomem? So now, like I said, that an Eid... Right? We understand what Eid Zomem is. He wasn't around. And now we've got another Din. The passage over here, Lotis Hashem, Asha, Valtashi, Achaim, Asha, Eliot, Eid, Hamas. A Russia can't be an Eid. So if you're a Ganif, you're by definition a Russia. Okay? Don't tell me that they're nice Ganovimara. If you're a Ganif, you're a Russia. Apialoch. So now a Russia can't be an aid. Mm-hmm. So if you discover to be an aid Zomem, can you be an aid in the future? So how someone saying no? What about the aid that you signed yesterday? You're an aid yesterday at a wedding, let's say. Are you a kosher aid now? They're married or not? Yesterday you discovered to be aid Zomem today. Well, it's not going to weddings. It's not getting that complicated. You were an aid on a on a on a on a, on a psak din yesterday. That, or that, that, that as a result of your psak din cost somebody a million dollars. And today you discovered to be an aid zomem. What happens to the din yesterday? Is it affected or not? Machloket. Let's look at that. Let's look at So Abaya says, even retroactively is possible. Like Saul wanted to say. Rabbi says, Only from now onwards is nifsal. And yes, there wouldn't be a problem. Right now, normally, Machloke Rava Ba'abaya, Haloche is like Rava other than Yael Kagan. No? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Other than Yael Kagan. In Yael Kagan, we've got Yishu, Yayush, and then Ayin, Yud Ayin, Yael. If I'm not mistaken, the Ayin is Adim Zomamin. Check it out for me. I think Ayin Zomamin is Haloche Yael will be like Abaya. Right? Let's look up here where the letter is. Yeah, I'm For the moment that he gave testimony now, we know the guy's a Russia. We know he was a, he was a Russia. I'm a Torah. right? That's the second thing of Yahu. And then 
בגט, and then... מומר אוכל נבלות להכעיס. אוקיי, מומר להכעיס, that's it. רש"י סב, העיד בניסן והוזם על אלו זו באייר, כל העדות שהעיד בינתיים פסולות, משעה שהעיד עדות זו נפסל. זה רש"י שעושה, רש"י גיבס את הפרקטי אקזומפר, איך זה עובד. זה רש"י לעשייה ויהיה, העיד זומם, העיד בניסן, למפריע, כל עדות שהעיד, רש"י עוזרים את זה. So as she says, Rabbi Amar Mikal Lab, Rabbi said, no, I need to go forward, why? Eidzumem is a chidush, says Rabbi. Rabbi says, you might be right in other scenarios where the guy became a Russia, but becoming a Russia because he's an Eidzumem, that's not a, class, that's not a classical situation. That's a real chidush. Why is it a chidush, he says? The ha-trei, the trainer, there's two against two. There's the first group of Eidim, and they gave Eidut. And now suddenly, a second bunch of Adam arrive on the scene. Why do we believe the second bunch more than the first one? He says, my chazid is tzayt lani, tzayt lani. Why do you prefer the second group, why not the first group? The Torah says, ashnaim yakum davar. Ashnaim yakum davar. You have to have two Adam. I've got two Adam. The first two Adam. Why have you decided that the second two Adam are better than the first two Adam? Right. Let's end off over here.